Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show, episode 324. Today is the third and the final installment of our Unstuck series. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about how. And so the general overall message for today's strategy to help you get unstuck is based in the understanding that how you sell something is so much more important than what you sell. I'm going to say that again because some of you really need to understand this. How you sell something is so much more important than what you sell. See, the transactional approach to building a network marketing or social selling business believes that what they sell is the thing. So think about it. People spend all this time preaching and promoting their products and what they can do for people and all of the features of those things. We preach our opportunity and all the things you can get, everything we have to offer, Those are all product-focused discussions that focus on what you have to sell. And those of you that are falling into the trap of having mostly transformational conversations are probably starting to discover something that I bet is concerning to you. You're starting to see a decrease in results. See, I've been talking about this a lot. Recession is here. It is on its way. And the thing you need to understand is in adverse economic climates, Transactional conversations, like we just mentioned, will not work nearly as well. So the same conversations you had in the last couple of years, they're not going to work as as well. And, And a lot of our clients are already seeing this. They're telling me, Bob, I'm starting to see a decline in my results. And that's because they think it's about what they sell. They don't understand the manner in which you sell it. Now, what is selling? We talk about this all the time. All selling is, is a conversation. So how we sell something is the way we essentially present it to people. When we're having conversations with potential prospects, what is your approach to those conversations? And if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that we teach something called transformational conversations. See, when you change the when you change how you sell something, when you change the kinds of conversations you have that lead up to you sharing your stuff, that's when you finally start to see better results. And this is the thing that I say all the time. The way, the only way you're going to do this is you need to learn how to slow down and be more intentional with the conversations you're having. Pay attention to the things that are happening. Be present. And it's not because we want you to go slow. We want you to slow down so that you can learn what it means to have a quality conversation and then and only then you speed up. But how you sell something, so much more important. And so I want to actually, I want to talk about two really important pieces to this whole idea of being transformational in your approach to your business. This is the number one thing. This is why we created Love, Serve, Grow is to teach you how to build the foundation of a transformational business. But I want to focus on two different pieces of that. The first piece is this. It's what happens before someone buys. 
And the second piece is what happens after they buy. See, building a transformational business means that you are very intentional in both of these areas. And when we think about what happens before someone buys, what does that mean? Well, it means how are we prospecting? What are the con- how are how what are the conversations that we're having with people to try to create value and generate interest for what we do? Now, coming back to this topic for today, how we sell something matters. See, I for a very long time in my career, I fell into the same trap that most people did. I thought it was all about what I sold. And anytime I was sitting down with a prospect, you know, I had this kind of pre-planned process, this presentation flow that I would run through. And, you know, I'm going to, so I'm going to date myself a little bit, I guess, but as I do many times on the show, this was prior, really Zoom was around, but we weren't really using Zoom as a major way to present to people because we believe getting face-to-face was the way you needed to do it. And, And I think the world has definitely changed in that way. But in my business, when I was building my network marketing team, I used to have in-person meetings all the time, okay? Meet people at coffee shops, uh, lobbies of hotels, McDonald's, I mean, you name it. I've met people anywhere you can think. I would, And I would even be like, where do you live? Okay, I know there's a McDonald's five minutes from your house. I'm going to drive. Doesn't matter how far. I'll meet you there. I wanted to make it as easy as possible for people to show up. But I would meet. And then I, in my mind, it was almost like, and I know some of you can relate to this. It was almost like the minute I walked into that meeting, the switch flipped, right? My transactional switch, as I would think of it now. And I went into my presentation mode. And it was like this series of things that were scripted out, questions I would ask. I had my little presentation. You know, it used to be a binder, and then it turned into a PDF that I would swipe on an iPad. But I I just had this playbook that I would just run every single time. And, you know, if it was an hour-long meeting, it would consist usually of about you know, maybe five minutes of small talk in the beginning, getting to know the person if I didn't know them. But that small talk, looking back now, it wasn't intentional in any way. It was, you know, what we refer to as situational questions, you know, getting to know them. But it it was just surface level. And then I would just dive into my presentation. And the presentation was pr- like 45 minutes of me going through the company, the products, the compensation plan, you know, injecting my story, but not injecting it in an intentional way where it was, you know, like I understand story now, which I'll talk about, but I would just go through this thing. And it was like 45 minutes of me talking, five minutes of like small talk in the beginning. And then all of a sudden I've got just a couple of minutes at the end of the presentation to answer questions and handle objections and try to go for the close. And it was just like, it was just clockwork. And here's what I noticed. When I was focused on what I was selling, thinking that it was all the details of the comp plan and how lucrative it was and all the, you know, like all that kind of stuff, it was all, it was so hard for me to get people to make a decision to say yes. And, and tell me if you can relate to this. It's like I take people through this big process and I'd be focusing so much on what it is that I'm selling, thinking that was what was going to create value. And I would always get people to the very end of the process and it's like, okay, it's time to make a decision. And I would see how hard it was for people to make decisions. And you know, I would get to the point where I'm like, listen, I literally do not have anything else that I can give you. I've given it all to you. You just have to say yes or no. And I'd have so many of these people just kind of hung out there. And I'd noticed that these meetings, I'd spend all this time going to and having the meeting, they, they were just not being that productive. And I was like, there's got to be a better way. Why is it? Why is it? that people have, find such a difficult time making that decision. Because 
you know, we talk a lot about how decisions are made emotionally, not logically. And I knew I was presenting every single piece of information they needed to show them that this could be an opportunity that changed their life. And I would struggle to understand why don't they get it? Like, have you ever said that? Like, I don't understand how they don't get it. Well, here's how they don't get it. Because you're not creating an emotional attachment to what you're presenting to them. And we do not make decisions logically as humans. We make decisions emotionally, right? How many times have you bought something that you know you probably weren't even going to need, use, or you know maybe you'd use it, you didn't need it, but you wanted it because in that moment you emotionally, you know, maybe it was a, a, you know, like a beautiful. My wife will come home, Shannon will come home with like a coat or something, and and after she comes home, she'll be like you know, I don't know if I'm going to wear this, but in the moment she really liked it and she envisioned herself in it looking good. She's like, I'm going to get it. I do the same thing. I buy all kinds of stuff that in the moment I'm like, yes, the idea of that, like that feels really cool for me to do that. And I, and I just don't do anything with it. We, we make decisions emotionally, but when we're focused on what we sell and we're focused on product driven discussions and we're focused on, Hey, here's what I can do for you. Here's what you can get. We don't create an emotional attachment. See, the only way you create a true emotional attachment to what it is that you're doing is you have to have transformational conversations. And transformational conversations, this is so the opposite from what most of you are thinking. Most of you are thinking, I have to just tell them how great it is to get them interested. That's not how you create value for what you do. You don't create value by telling. You create value by listening. And the thing is this. Transformational conversations are focused on problems and connecting with people around that and using your unique story as a way to build a bridge of trust and influence. Let me share with you an example of this. This was a defining moment in my career, okay? I told you how I'd always do these meetings. And I, I remember getting to this point in my business where I was just so fed up, like something needs to change. I'm like doing hours and hours of presentations, driving all over the world, nothing's happening. Let, something's gotta change. So I just started kind of searching for different answers. And I started coming across some of the stuff that, I'm, that we teach today. Now, I, I didn't know it as the way we teach it, but just some of these things made sense to me. I'm like, how do I get people more emotionally bought in so it's not hard for them to say yes? Well, a big reason why people weren't saying yes is because they couldn't see themselves winning and doing what I did. So I said, how do I create that? And I'll never forget it. I had a meeting. It was at the Radisson Hotel in Northeast Philadelphia. We used to do weekly meetings there every Tuesday night. So I was I was introduced to a guy who had a similar background to me in medical sales, and I, he wasn't a personal contact of mine. He was actually a potential recruit of another one of my recruits that actually lived in Cleveland, Ohio. And this gentleman in Cleveland, his name was Sam, introduced me to uh, this guy, Bill, who was local. He said, hey, look, you know, he's in, he's in the same industry as you. I think you guys will hit it off. So Bill came to meet me at the Radisson Hotel about an hour before the meeting. And we sat down and I said, you know, I'm going to try something different this time. I didn't flip on the transactional network marketing switch in my brain and go into my pre-planned presentation. I said, let me just try to connect with this guy, see what happens. And if I'm honest, part of it was just out of desperation because I'm like, what I'm doing isn't working. And so I sat down and we hit it off right away. I didn't take out my presentation materials and I didn't get stuck in the just banter, you know, the surface level, like, let's just break the ice and let's get into why we know we're really here. And that is the dynamic a lot of times, isn't it? It's like, I know you're here to present me. And uh, so let's just get into it. And I said, I'm not going to go there. And I just, I connected with the guy and I started asking just I wasn't intentionally doing it, but I just, I was genuinely interested to find out why he was here. 
I knew he had a similar background. I kind of figured I knew why he was here because I knew the things that I struggled with in my medical sales career. And I genuinely wanted to see if he was dealing with some of the same things. So I just started talking to him. Hey, you know, why are you here? Like I started, I was asking these questions that felt a little scary because they were kind of direct and they were below that surface level chit chat that most of us just do to get into our flow. And, but I just, in the moment, it felt like the right thing to do. And you want to know why looking back, because I was very clear that he was the ideal person that I was looking to recruit because he was me. So I came to it from more, I was present. I wasn't thinking about the things that I, I was just like, let me show up. And I started asking questions and we had this incredible discussion. We were talking about the company that he worked for. And I shared my story about how, you know, in my company, we went through a couple of rounds of layoffs and it was really scary. And it made me really rethink like, where am I going in my life? And he said, yeah, I can totally relate to it. It didn't happen to me, but it happened to a friend. And, I, and then we just started like talking about feelings and stuff. And I was like, man, this is so different than anything that I had ever done, right? It's usually me talking 90% of the time, them listening and me doing these like lame strategies that my upline said, check for, you know, do you, do you know what I mean? Yes, like getting them to say yes. Cause they, I'm like, dude, it's just like, a, it's an act. It's a play. This was like a real conversation and we connected. And I'll never forget this moment. We were running close to the hour and he, you know, I said, look, an hour of your time. And he knew that I had the meeting afterwards. He said, look, I know that, you have the meeting. He goes, I'm ready to sign up. And I said, okay. And I, I got all excited, right? Because I mean, like the minute somebody says I want to sign up, it's like my brain shuts off and I just get into this like, you know, this like fear-based mode where I'm like, all right, let me fill the rep agreement out as quick as possible before he changes his mind. And yeah, if we, you know, that, if that doesn't date me, I don't know. We had like actual pieces of paper that I would have to fill out have him sign. And then I would go to my computer and I would enter in all the information, right? I know. So he's like, I'm going to sign up. So I get up my rep agreement real quick. I open up my binder. I'm like, oh, shuffle over the paper. I'm like, I don't, my hands are probably like shaking because I was so nervous because I hadn't seen anybody sign up in a while. And I'm like, okay, line one name. And I get to line like two is the address. And I realized, and you know, I'm like, and it occurs to me, I'm like, wait a minute, he doesn't know what I do. I remember this moment and he's sitting across the table from me on a couch or in like the seating area in the middle of the hotel. And I look up at him and I said, don't you even want to know what it is? And I'll never forget what he said to me. He said, I don't need to. He goes, I believe that you can help me. And if you're doing it, then that must mean that it's, it's good enough. That was a defining moment in my career. I had somebody that paid, that paid me, took a credit card out, paid me $500. Now I was just, let me put this in perspective for you here. I was in a network marketing company that we marketed services. We marketed like phone and gas and electric service. So $500, it wasn't like this guy was going to get a box of products that he could use, right? He was buying a $500 opportunity, that he then had to go out and get customers. So it was it's a it was a it was a different purchase, different kind of a purchase than a lot of you experience. And this guy gave me his credit card and was going to pay $500 and he didn't even know me. We had not met before, we had spoken briefly and his sponsor that lived in Cleveland, Ohio, I recruited him off of LinkedIn only about 3 months prior. I didn't even really know him. 
So if you're wondering, you know, the relationships were very thinly strewn together, but here's the thing is I created a relationship in that meeting. A lot of you are, a lot of you want to build a business focused on relationships, but you don't know really, you really don't know how to build the kind of relationships you need. See, there's a really powerful sales psychology concept in this story. If people truly believe that you understand their problems and not just the surface level problem, because most network marketers and social sellers, they sell these prepackaged solutions to problems, right? You don't have enough time. Well, here's why you need to do this. Uh, you're struggling with your weight. Here's why you need my thing. But here, this is the thing you have to understand. You can't sell prepackaged solutions to problems. Or the minute somebody gives you a problem, you can't go into pitch telling them why they need what you have. You have to learn how to explore the uniqueness of the problem. Every single person's problem is unique. You line up 10 different people that all have the same background and all have the same problem. I don't have enough time. You might find that there are 10 different real reasons why that's impacting their life. One of them might have, you know, one of them might be have a family and not having a lot of time is 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 impacting, you know, uh, the kind of mother or father they're going to be or their marriage relationship. You might have a single person that not having enough time is impacting their life because they don't get to travel as much and they want to travel. There is a uniqueness around the problems. Now, we call this exploring impact. See, you have to learn how to connect with people around problems, and you have to learn how to ask the right questions to, I, to explore and identify the uniqueness of a problem. Now, here's how this was easy for me to do, because I knew that this guy was like me, and I understood what he was going through, and I could share stories and experiences that related to him. Like It was crystal clear to him that I understood where he was. And here's the sales, this is the powerful sales psychology behind this. If somebody believes you understand their problems, they will automatically assume that you can help them and that you have a solution. Now, I wasn't anywhere near where I wanted to be in my business. I was at the second or third rank. I wasn't super successful. I didn't have a big team, right? He wasn't, my credibility to him wasn't, I wasn't showing him my check or my downline report. My credibility came because he believed that I cared. And he he felt heard and understood. And that made me credible. And even though I didn't have the big rank, guess what I did have that he didn't? I had a, I had a vehicle that I could help solve the problem. And he bought into me. And, and we, always, we always used to say this, people buy into people before companies. And see, a lot of you, you need to get that. You think it's your company. You think it's the product. You think it's the complaint. It's not. You, you know, those kinds of transactional conversations, you can get people to join but you're going to miss that emotional buy-in. And I'm telling you, this guy joined and and Bill was, was one of the first people that I ever sponsored that actually was willing to do the work. I didn't have to hold his hand. I didn't have to convince him because he saw something for himself. He came into the business in a different way. So I'll say it to you once again. You want to get unstuck in your business? Stop thinking it's what you sell that's actually going to get you unstuck and shift your approach and focus on how you sell it, what are the kinds of conversations you have. And listen, if you're somebody that you know you need to be better in this area, just make sure you stay in our world. You know, we are on a mission to teach people how to become transformational in their businesses, to build transformational businesses that not only change your life, but change the lives of others. Because 
That's the real way. You want to make an impact, you want to help people, you've got to be transformational. And there has never been a more important time in most of your careers than to do this right now. We are on the verge of some really scary economic times, okay? I'm not trying to promote fear. I'm just acknowledging the reality of where we are. You can see that as a a scary thing for your business. I see it as a tremendous opportunity because I know a lot of the people out there that are trying to build it the way we're talking transactionally, they're going to really start to see declining results. All that does is create an opportunity for us. Transformational approaches are what wins in these types of environments. So stick around. We'll help you make the shift. Please make sure that you stay tuned into this podcast. And if you're in our programs, if you're in Love, Serve, Grow, you're already on the road to doing that. But I hope you got some value out of this Unstuck series. I promise we'll be doing more of these types of things in the future. More than anything, thank you so much for being here. I truly love and appreciate every one of you. I can't, I, you know, I, I know I say that at the end of every episode. I love you. And maybe that sounds weird to some of you. If you're a dude, you might be like, it's kind of makes me feel weird. Another dude tells me he loves me, but I, <laughs> I, I mean it. I really do mean it. Like I have such an immense amount of gratitude for, for you listening to this show right now. I know there's many, many other podcasts out there. I know there's a lot of other things that you can do. I know you have a lot of demands on your time and you choose to listen to this show. And I want to let you know, you are the person I'm thinking about as I'm recording this. I'm sitting here in my office right now. It's just me, but I'm thinking about you. I'm thinking about how you are being called to something bigger in your business, in your life. And I know maybe you you feel alone and you feel like you don't have the people around you to support you the way that you need, and, and, and you just want one other person to see it the way you see it, well, I want to know that I am with you, and I do see it the way you see it, and I believe in you, and I don't know you, but I know this about you because you are listening, is that there is something more that you're being called to in your life. So if nobody else around you believes in you, I will believe in you every week doing these shows So thank you for the bottom of my heart being a part of this community. So have a great week, everyone. Hope you got value out of today's episode. I will see you soon on the next episode. Take care.